Uneasy, from Andrew. I'm from Houston, Texas. In 2013, I was 17 years old, and every year around November, there's the Texas Renaissance Festival that's held outside the bigger part of the city. Me and my friends from school always went together. The festival consists of carnival rides, endless food, and beer stands. There are hundreds of shops with merchandise, depicting the culture and fashion of that era. To top it all off, those who are really into it come dressed as queens, knights, witches, and so on. In 2013, we went into one shop that sold medieval-style weapons. There were signs on the walls that said must be 17 or older to hold or purchase weapons, so of course I was feeling excited, and after looking through a few swords, one caught my eye. It was a stainless steel blade, about 20 inches long and had a curve towards the end, with flames designed into the blade. I paid for it and walked out excited to show it off on Instagram. My friend had bought a replica energy sword from the Halo franchise. I thought that was pretty neat too. So I took the sword over to my dad's place and hung it on the wall to display. It came with a case, so it was safe to do that. At first, nothing was out of the ordinary. But a couple weeks later, I remember staying over again, and since dad had to work the night shift, I would be home alone with just my stepmom. Dad left about 9pm, and I laid in bed till I fell asleep. Sometime later, I woke to the sound of my door opening slowly. I'm a light sleeper, so any little thing will wake me. The door slowly opened, and it was pitch black in my room, so I rolled over to see who it was. Half asleep, I was thinking it was my dad for some reason, because there at the doorway was a black figure facing me. Annoyed that I had been woken up, I said, Dad, what are you doing? I got no response, so I rolled back over and passed out. The next morning, I woke up around 9 and remembered what I'd seen, so I went to the kitchen to find just my stepmom making breakfast. I said, Hey, did your dad come into my room last night? Confused, she said no, and a few seconds later, my dad came walking through the door, just coming home from his shift. Nervously, I asked him the same question, and he responded with, Son, I was working all night. How could I have come into your room? This is when things got weirder. My dad and stepmom were big on the Christian church, and after explaining what I saw, they took it a little too seriously, because the next day we drove to some house I had never been to before to be greeted by a woman maybe in her mid-sixties. She seemed like a very nice lady, and thinking it was just a random visit to someone they knew through church, I suspected nothing. Until, that is, we went to a small living room, and she started asking me questions about this dark figure I saw in my room. Now, I've seen all the scary movies and called bullshit on whatever it was she was trying to get me to go along with. This is where things got real, and my palms started sweating. She took my hands and gently placed it between hers onto a small table that was between us. She closed her eyes and asked me, You've recently made some sort of purchase, correct? Confused, I replied, yes. She followed up with the next question, Is it a knife or blade of some sort? Again, I replied, yes. Then she started talking or praying in tongues. Now, supposedly it's the language only some people are gifted with and it's only understood by them and God. I don't know. But after five minutes or so, she finished praying opened her eyes, and looked with disgust just above me. I looked over at my parents, and I saw my stepmom looking in the same direction with fear on her face. I asked, what are you all looking at? She told me that she had seen a black panther rise out of me. I know how it sounds, believe me, 
She then demanded that whatever object I had purchased, I had to get rid of immediately. It was the most awkward drive home, and when I got back, I walked to my room and grabbed the sword, taking one last look at it before my dad took it. I pulled it out from its sleeve, and right at the bottom, where the blade met the handle, was a stamp. The stamp of a black panther. I don't know what my dad did with the blade, but I never saw it again, nor the shadow figure. I'm 23 now. I'm still uneasy when I reflect on that night. A Haunted House From Megan As many of the listeners and as you yourselves are, I have always been sensitive to energies, spirits, paranormal activity, and so on. In the last several years, my experiences have multiplied. I have lived in my house since 2011. For the first many years, that was shared with my ex-husband. In January 2016, we divorced and he moved out, generously leaving me the house. Nothing unusual had ever occurred before his leaving. My sister lived with us before he left and remained as my roommate after he moved out. Soon after the day he left, the activity began. I know what some may think, that this was my ex-husband messing with me for revenge, but I assure you he is not that kind of person, and I had changed the lock shortly after he was gone. The first incident occurred when I was home alone during the middle of the day in late January. I have a basket holding heavy things such as workout weights against a wall in my living room, firmly nestled beside a bookcase and a stair step. I went upstairs for a few minutes, and when I came back down, that basket was moved about four feet directly away from the wall. I have two cats, and thought perhaps they had somehow moved the basket while playing inside it. However, it holds about 50 pounds worth of stuff, and was too precisely arranged, as though someone had taken the handles and pulled it straight out from the wall. I looked for the cats, they were curled up snugly on the couch asleep. And if a cat had played inside the basket, it would have been knocked over at least. I thought it was a little odd, but didn't think much of it. It had been years since I'd had a paranormal encounter. I pushed it back into place and went about the day. A few days later, I was home alone again. There was a messy pile of perhaps six pairs of shoes by the front door. I went upstairs, and when I came back down, this pile had been neatly arranged, each shoe beside its pair in two precise rows. I admit I got the heebie-jeebies and realized there was something bizarre going on and that something was perhaps trying to get my attention. It was some months before anything else happened. One night, around 11pm, the TV upstairs, in my office, turned itself on. My sister was home, and I thought she was watching it. She came into my room and asked if it was okay if she turned the TV down, since she was trying to sleep. I told her I hadn't turned it on in the first place. We were both instantly afraid. I turned the TV off, and we conducted a thorough search of the house together armed, of course, and found nothing. Scared, we decided to stay in the same room that night. A few weeks later, around 6 a.m., my sister knocked on my door and asked if I was whistling. Until that moment, I had been completely dead to the world and sat bolt upright, immediately awake, and again, afraid. I told her I hadn't been whistling because I had been sleeping. She said she had heard a distinct whistling of some random tune, but it sounded like it was coming from a person. Another armed search of the house unearthed nothing unusual. We went about our day. We heard that same whistling several times over the next months, always around 6 a.m. At the time, I worked from home and was alone with the cats most days. Later that same day, I was at my desk and heard my sister's electric toothbrush turn on. I tried to rationalize that maybe it was going dead and a short or something had caused it to turn on. I hadn't convinced myself, though. 
I turned it off quickly and shut the door to my office. It turned itself on several more times over that same week. She kept it for another year, and after that week, whatever was in the house decided it was bored of it, and it remained off when it was supposed to be off. There were several more small things like the TV and the toothbrush and whistling over the next couple years. We eventually grew used to it and just a little wary when something new would happen. Things escalated after my sister moved out in January 2018. I lived alone for six months, and whatever energy, ghosts, or spirits were in my home decided it was time to really play. I would sleep with my bedroom door closed, my cats always on the bed with me. I was too freaked out for the first couple weeks just being alone in the house, never mind sleeping with my door open. One night, as I lay in bed, I heard enormous crashing and banging, as if someone had taken all the pots and pans and lids and was throwing them around downstairs in the kitchen. This continued for several minutes. I was immobile with terror. When the noise subsided, I grabbed a baseball bat I kept beside my bed and tentatively made my way downstairs, prepared to find a huge mess and possibly an intruder. But nothing was out of place. No pans on the floor or pots where they shouldn't be. I couldn't believe it. I hurried back to my bedroom with cats in tow, locked the door, and attempted to sleep. It was long in coming. The crashing and banging became such a regular occurrence at night during the next couple months that eventually I got so fed up, I screamed out, Shut the fuck up! I am trying to sleep! To which the sound immediately stopped, as though the spirit was sorry to have kept me awake. March 2018 I have a bathroom right off my bedroom, so I don't need to venture to the rest of the house after I close my bedroom door. My nightly routine had become to shut off all the lights and close and lock my bedroom door as I got ready for bed. This night was like any other, and I had locked my door after shutting off all the lights in the rest of the house. I went to my bathroom to get ready for bed. I hadn't shut the door to the bathroom and would have heard if anything had entered or tried to get into the bedroom. I came out of the bathroom to find my door wide open and all the lights upstairs on. I was spooked, of course, but somehow unsurprised. I told the spirit it was not welcome in my room and to please stay out from now on as I shut the lights off, closed and locked the door, and went to bed. I was laying in bed, cats at my feet, almost asleep, when I distinctly heard two voices, male and female, arguing in a loud whisper outside my door. I was instantly awake. It stopped after maybe five seconds, but was enough to jolt me fully out of sleep. I hadn't moved except to open my eyes, and I would have just passed it off as my sleepy mind playing tricks, except my cats were on high alert, staring intently with round pupils straight at the door, where a few minutes before they had both been asleep. I called out, and of course no one answered. I did the usual armed search of the house, and as usual, found nothing amiss. I tried as best as I could to sleep. The next day, as I was walking down my stairs mid-morning, I heard the loud whispering again, only the female voice this time, behind me, at the top of the stairs. Every hair on my body was raised, and I froze in terror for a moment, listening. The voice had stopped after only a few sentences, but I had that feeling as though I was being watched. I turned around once my muscles started to work again, did a quick scan behind me, and quickly went outside to feel sun on my chilled skin and to get away from her. These types of occurrences have happened with regularity since 2016. I have had two roommates since June 2018, and neither has ever admitted to experiencing anything unusual. However, my current roommate was locked out of his bedroom late one night a few weeks ago, and he swears he never touched the lock. Though the energy in my home is mischievous, and sometimes I feel a little spooked, 
I've never felt that it was malevolent or that it wants to harm me. It seems more like something just wanting to play and like maybe it is trying to get my attention, and surprisingly, sometimes, like they are also protecting me. They are sometimes polite. When I ask them to stop doing what they are doing, well, they listen, for a while at least. It may sound odd, but I can feel that there are individual and specific energies in the house during heightened activity. They feel as individual as any human, with their own personalities and traits. The number of entities I feel from day to day varies, anywhere from one to four. One feels female and the rest male. I have mostly learned to live harmoniously with them. Shadow Dream from Anonymous I just wanted to share one of the several experiences I've had with the supernatural. Maybe another time I will send you guys some more. Also, if I could remain anonymous, I'd prefer that. My whole life I've been sensitive to the supernatural, getting weird feelings around areas, sometimes people, and increasingly through my life having weird and unsettling dreams. There is one dream in particular that I will remember for the rest of my life. I was living in an old house not far from campus in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I had a small room upstairs that I lived in by myself, but I had several roommates I was good friends with. One night, while I dreamt of something I can't even remember anymore, I awoke suddenly. My room was very dark, only illuminated by the moonlight through the curtains, just enough that I could make out the shapes of everything in my room. But something felt very off. I don't know how to explain it, I just felt like I was still dreaming, even though nothing was amiss. Just then, my closet door that was already slightly open began to creak even wider and wider until it was all the way open. My room was already very dark, but inside the closet was so much darker that it seemed to throw a shadow on the floor. I then watched helplessly as that shadow on the floor began to crawl closer and closer to my bed. I was so sure I was dreaming but couldn't wake up. The only thing I could do was lay back on the pillow and fall asleep again, kind of like Inception, if that makes sense, so that I was back in my first dream that I can't remember. But I would awake again from that dream to find myself in my dark room with what now looked like a pitch-black old woman crawling towards my bed from the closet, even closer than before. I repeated this two more times, going back to sleep and waking up to find the dark creature even closer. But after the third time I awoke, and it was morning, and I was sure I wasn't dreaming. But that isn't even the worst part. I go downstairs for breakfast that day and begin to tell one of my roommates about the horrible nightmare I just had. But just as I start, before I had even mentioned anything about the closet or the shadow person, my other neighboring roommate, who has a room right next to mine, comes down the stairs and says, Oh, no way, I had a nightmare last night too. He then tells us how he dreamt that his closet opened up in the middle of the night and a shadowy old woman crawled out, crawled to his bed, and then began to jump on his chest all night. I then told him about my dream, and needless to say, we were both thoroughly spooked especially because our closets are back-to-back -back in the wall. I still don't know what to make of it, 